Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. sermons in the week to have opportunity to sit and receive from God's table straight from manna straight from heaven this morning as we welcome our pastor my desire is that the table will be set again because God doesn't deal with leftovers he's here to bless us whatever your need is he will make a way for us. Amen. As we stand to our feet and welcome our pastor. Every day. faithful. I say he's indeed faithful. Amen. Amen. And he's still in the business of miracles. And he's still in the healing business. Amen. You can never exhaust our God. I want to speak on a supernatural realm this morning. Last week we spoke about a supernatural encounter 
This morning we speak about a supernatural realm. Amen. Amen. As we turn to the book of Luke, 1 from verse 31 to verse 37. Luke 31 from verse 31. It reads in this manner, if it has been found. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb. And bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. He shall be a great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. The angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And this is our desire this morning that the power of the Most High must overshadow us. Amen. Amen. And therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. I haven't lost uh, some of you. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth. She has also conceived a son in her old age. God can turn a materni- uh, an old home into a maternity ward. An old age home. And this is the sixth month with her. Who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Well, this one we have to repeat. For with God nothing shall be impossible. I believe somebody will believe that. Amen. 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 And it will just ignite something in you. Shall we bow our heads? Gracious Heavenly Father, you are our Father, our provider, our protector, and our guide. This morning we have come together at this place to worship you, dear God. 
because that is the whole purpose of humankind, to worship you. We live during a time where even the devil tells the young ones that there is no need to live. But I say there is a reason to live, and that is to live for God. We have read the scripture here this morning, and we are going to speak about a supernatural realm. May there be an invention of the supernatural realm into this building this morning. That dear God, may the people that are here be able to venture out of this sense-bound environment and leap out into the supernatural and see the unseen God and experience Him, dear God, and have tangible results that they can show. May our coming here not be in vain. You are an able God, a doer, not just a speaker, but a doer of his own weight. And Lord, we take every spirit here under the control of the Holy Spirit for the glory of God and Satan. You are a liar. Uh, you are a thief. You are all sorts of things, but this morning we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every disease in the building, we take that disease and put it under the blood. Whatever disease that came here this morning, may it not return back with the person that it came with. May they be delivered from that disease. Supernaturally so, I believe it will happen, dear God. If there is a situation that your children may be battling with, dear God, may you help them to overcome that situation. And Lord, if there is any condition that is overwhelming them, known unto them alone, but this morning in your presence, you know it as well. Do something about that condition. If there is a need, whatever need it may be there, we have just read a phrase from a scripture, for with God nothing is impossible. May you meet them at the point of need. Those that are looking for jobs, dear God, may you anoint the lips in some boardrooms that as they begin to talk, may their names come at the top of their mind and begin to ask, ask who, where is so and so and move elements until, dear God, you grant them a job. Lord, you have said it through your mouth that there is no parent that when the children are looking for bread, and he would give them uh, a stone. And looking for meat, and he would give them a snake. And he said, if uh, earthly parents cannot do that, how much more about the heavenly parent? This morning we approach you as our heavenly parent with all sorts of needs because we can cry unto you. And Lord, you will never get tired of us because your love is inexhaustible. This morning, that's why we are able to present our needs to you. We pray for our young ones. May the Holy Ghost overshadow them. We pray for marriages. Some are celebrating. 
anniversary, Brother Kune, Brother Philip Andre. And dear God, may you overshadow marriages this morning. I know the devil has gone out in the end time to destroy a family. But this morning we are raising a banner of the protection over a family. Because Lord, you love a family. Satan hates a family. But this morning all the families will protect them under the blood of Jesus Christ. As families crumble in the end time, may there be an exception for families that we are putting under the blood this morning. All these things, dear God, we ask them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly as you take your seats. Amen. I said I just want to take a couple of minutes and speak on a supernatural realm. And here we just right away, Mary did not know how conception was going to take place. And she said, how shall it be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel said, the Holy Ghost shall, shall come upon thee, and the, mouth, the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, and you shall have that holy thing, and that shall be born and shall be called the Son of God. And Elizabeth, as well, in her old age, she was conceived of a son called John. And prior to that, she was barren. But I like this phrase, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. And that's why we need to speak about the supernatural, because the supernatural is something above the natural laws. It's something above the natural ability. Brother Bram says it is beyond even the human comprehension. Uh, maybe, Brother, let's bring this slide just to break it down what we mean by the supernatural. The first slide. Amen. Are we, are we stuck? All right. Supernatural means beyond and above the natural. This is where God operates. It is the realm where heaven and earth intermingle. The realm of interaction between God and man. God wants his children to live and operate from this realm. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. So when you operate from the natural, you will be defeated. Yes. You'll be overwhelmed. You will be, there's a lot that will happen. But when you operate from this realm, you will never be defeated. It's a realm where God and man intermingle, heaven and earth intermingle, the interaction between God and man, and God wants us to operate from this realm. Now, in this message, I was not uh, disobedient to the heavenly vision. Paragraph 7. The prophet says, I was thinking a few moments ago upon the subject of signs. 
and I just thinking of how that signs, how they are taking the natural man and how he has went into the research from the fall of the natural and what he has done. And how little the spiritual man has progressed in the kingdom of God. He's making a comparison between the progression of the natural man as a result of the tree of knowledge vis-a-vis -vis, uh, the progression of the spiritual man. And he says there's been a little bit of progress as far as the spiritual man is concerned vis-a-vis -vis the man of science. Isn't it an indictment? Isn't it an indictment? You look at the... the I just saw last month there was a a major breakthrough in the country where there was a, a transplant of a middle, they say it's a middle ear uh, transplant. They were able to, to put the bones and man that was deaf was able to hear again. Those bones were not the bones, it was actually what they call the 3D printing. And they were able to produce something that replicated to the ear and put it there, and a man that could not hear had they restored that man's uh, uh, hearing. This, this is not a church, it's just a man in the laboratory. I, 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 and now there was another one where they were able to transplant a heart from a pig to a human being. Although he never lived long, but you see how they are experimenting with things. How they operate to a point where they believe that nothing is impossible. They are bringing out what they call supercars without a steering. So the, every day they are more obsessed with progression in the natural. And if they are obsessed with progression, shouldn't we spiritually be obsessed with progression? Hallelujah. If they can restore, if science can restore a man's hearing, isn't the church supposed to restore people's hearing? Hallelujah. By the power of the spoken word. Let's carry on on the same quotation because I think the prophet was on to something here. He says, and I was thinking that the natural man went out at the unseen of the, his eye and pulled an atom down out of the sky and split that atom in two that destroys human life. And if the natural man that knows nothing of God and cannot know nothing of God except he be converted, then his soul becomes alive with the supernatural. If he could do that in the natural realm, what ought the man of God to be doing? My, my, friends, the church is so far behind. Let's pray, my, that God will move his church up. The natural man with a natural resource is getting greater results than people that call themselves Christians. I'm reading verbatim, brethren. Isn't what I'm reading from the spoken word? The natural man with natural resources, is getting greater results than people that are called themselves 
Christians. And it says, let's press into the unseen. The blessings are yours. They are for you. The resources are there. The blessings are there. The power is there. Everything that you need is there. You've got to venture out and get it. Are you still with me? I hope we are together here. Now, maybe bring this one. I say I read these quotations to deliberately provoke you in comparison with science. And to say, if science is on this trajectory of new discoveries every day, new grounds every day, believers should come to say, I need a revelation, I need power, I need the refreshing of the baptism of the Holy Ghost every day. Are you with me? Uh, do they don't give up? I, I mean, I, I, was, I was looking at uh, around, I think, towards the late 90s and early noughties, how, how people were dying because of HIV. You remember how many graves we had. But when was the last time you heard that somebody died because of AIDS? It doesn't happen anymore because a natural man was able to tap into the laboratory and was able to progress or prolong the life of the natural man. He didn't give up when people were dying. He said, I've got to do something about it. When COVID struck, they went into the laboratory and said, we've got to do something about it. And I want us, the church, to get to the level where if something comes up, they say, we've got to do something about this. Are you with me? We don't sit on our Lord. Actually, we should be ahead of signs. And we can be ahead of signs. And uh, uh, maybe you don't understand when I say uh, ahead of signs. What do they call it, these things that call, cause the... the, the the earthquake, tectonic plates. Am I correct? Now, Brother Brenham, in 19, this weight was never a buzz weight in the 60s, in the 50s. But Brother Brenham comes, he says, under Los Angeles, he says, Los Angeles, under you, there are honeycombs. You, you remember? Honeycombs is what we call tectonic plates. Brother Brenham comes and he says, uh, two children can be born of the same mother and be twin, but be of different fathers. Yes, Science did not have a weight for that. Now they call it heterosexual uh, twins that are, what do they call it? Brethren, it's a very big weight. <laughs> I, I should have written it down. It's a very big, it will cause a bit of earthquake when you pronounce it. But uh, it will come Superfecundation. Heterosexual superfecundation. It means, yeah, I see the brother even say you here. That's what it is. What it means, now, Brother Brenham just said, said it, he didn't have a medical term for it, but today they've got a medical term for it. Are you with me? Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Now, but let's come to, 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 to where I need to get to. Question and answers. Paragraph 264. Do you believe in the supernatural? Amen. Do you believe in the supernatural? Amen. Amen. Question and answers. Brother Brenham says, 264. 
He says, just think, your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle now. Your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle now. The presence of the Holy Spirit, which is, which is your glorified condition. You are, glorify, you are glorified in Christ right now. Those who he justified, he glorified. And your own glorified body is standing near you right now. Do you, do you believe this quotation? Yeah, maybe, maybe you thought his, his brother, so-and-so, and sister next, so-and-so next to me. Uh, brother Brenham says things that are not seen are more real than things that are seen. Your glorified body is more real than the person sitting next to you. Are you here, church? Do you believe these things? In Christ Jesus, let me read one more time. And your own glorified body is standing near you right now. In Christ Jesus. To give you a strength like a charge going into a battery. For a charge to go into a battery, the battery would have been flat. And now that charge goes into the battery to give the battery some power. So he says this morning your glorified body is next to you to charge you. You are not going to be charged by the preacher. You are going to be charged by your spiritual body. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm here. My responsibility this morning is to make the weight available. But you are, the body that is sitting next to you, let's t take it further and check over and above charging you what must it do. The Holy Spirit is in you. It's to charge your body to give you new strength. To heal you from the sickness that you've got. And to make you well. Uh, hallelujah. What does it mean? Healing is right next to you. Uh, hallelujah. He healing is not in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the doctor's room. It's not in the hospital. It's right next to you this morning. I hope somebody will believe that. I hope we are together. Now, do you believe that there are angels in the building? Or you just believe maybe it's just a sermon? Do you believe that God is here this morning? Hallelujah. Do you believe that he's touching some other people this morning? Do you believe that he's attending to other issues this morning? Hallelujah. Uh, so, so I think we are getting some. And do you believe that demons are here this morning? Amen. Angels are here. Demons are here. God is here. Satan is here. Your spiritual bodies are here. And you are here. Hallelujah. Uh, so the supernatural is here. 
and it's more real than the natural. Hallelujah. Now, in the message, God's covenant with Abraham, paragraph 228, the prophet says, believe it. No matter what takes place, believe it anyhow. You see, Christians don't look at what they see. Christians, they don't look. Hallelujah. Christians look at things they don't see. The things you don't see are more real than the things that you see. So your, 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 your body next to you is more real than the body that you are dressed, that you have put your suit on. The angel next to you is more real than the brother and the sister sitting next to you. Hallelujah. I hope we are together here. I, I, want, I want somebody, by God's grace, to, to break out of this senses-bound environment and begin to see invisible audience that is here this morning. And, and I believe the same angel that used to be in Brother Brenham's meeting is here this morning. Hallelujah. It is not just a gathering of you. This is, there is more to this gathering than what meets the eye. Amen. You see, that microphone, you see that microphone like this one next to here, it will perish. I see faith that will never perish. As much as you can see this, there is faith that can be seen in the building but not through these marbles. By supernatural eyes, there is faith in the building. And that faith is more real than the microphone that you are looking at. In one message, Brother Bremen says to his sister, Sister, you have more faith than you realize you had. Then he says, I see faith that will never perish. I see love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Goodness, meekness, gentleness, patience. Every shield of the believer is supernatural. Every shield of the believer is supernatural. Everything that belongs in the realms of Christianity is worked by supernatural. Hallelujah. This, I, I hope it gets engraved on your minds. Everything that belongs in the realm of Christianity is worked by the supernatural. Are you with me? I hope we are together. Now, in the message, God tell my disciples, paragraph 170, every man that's born of the Spirit of God will have to believe in the supernatural because he is a part of God. He is an offspring of God. God is a supernatural being. His children are supernatural beings. So when you are born again, you have to believe in the supernatural. You have to believe in angels. Amen. You have to believe in demons as well. Yes. That demons are there, angels are there, God is there, Satan is there. And you've got to believe that you've got the super sense to move elements in the supernatural realm that can have an impact on the natural environment. 
Are you still with me? So it is compulsory for every born again person to believe in the supernatural. And actually, if we come to church and we do not interact with the supernatural, that church service was in vain. Did you hear me? If you come to church but you don't interact with the supernatural, that service is in vain. For the service to be beneficial, you have to leave your sex, your senses bound body and interact with the supernatural. And you can only do that by faith. This morning, may God help our unbelief. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going somewhere. In the message, go tell my disciples, paragraph 172. The prophet says, hallelujah, then if God is my father, I've got a right to believe in the supernatural because I am born of the supernatural spirit. Hallelujah. That takes, that makes a supernatural being out of me. Inward, outwardly, outwardly I'm a man of clay. You are a man of clay. But inwardly, when you are born of the Spirit of God, you become a supernatural being in there. Hallelujah. And that supernatural being hungers and thirsts for its heavenly home yonder. That's right. Amen. I hope we are today. So we are, we are dissecting or breaking down as to who you are. You are a supernatural being. Because you are an offspring of a supernatural God. Hallelujah. Amen. And operating the supernatural should become naturally, for a lack of a better phrase, it should become supernaturally to you. It should be a way of life for you to operate the supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I'm coming to a very critical statement that I like. Greatest battle ever fought. Paragraph 345. And we're going to jump into a scripture immediately after these two quotations. Prepare Mark 5, verse 1 for me, uh, immediately after these two quotations. The prophet says, Satan's army brings diseases. Are you sick this morning? That sickness was brought by Satan's army. Are you troubled this morning? It was brought by Satan's army. Are you despondent this morning? It was brought, that despondency was brought by Satan's army. Are you depressed this morning? That depression was brought by Satan's army. No matter whatever condition that may be there, it was brought by Satan's army. Hallelujah. Satan makes you sick. Satan makes you trouble. Satan makes you have sleepless nights. Satan's army brings the diseases. And God's army, hallelujah, you know the story doesn't end with Satan. Yes, he brings diseases, but it doesn't mean he's powerful. Hallelujah. The story does not end as he brings a disease. The story continues. God's army brings, Satan's army brings diseases. But if Satan has got an army, God has got to have an army. Satan's army brings diseases and God's army is commissioned to cast them out. 
Are you here, church? Now, he says, Amen, there you are. Every time Satan throws any onto you, God's army is to cast him out. Amen. Amen. Cast him out. Hallelujah. The doctor can make a diagnosis and say, you've got such and such. It was brought by Satan's army. But this morning you have come to God's army. I believe we are God's army. I don't believe we are just a church that just gathered. We are God's army. And if people come to this place and Satan has brought diseases upon them, if they live with those diseases, we have failed. It's a dereliction of duty. We have failed in what God has mandated us to do. Because if the devil has got power, if Satan's army has got power to follow Satan's instruction and bring diseases, this army must follow the instruction of God and cast them out. Church, hear me and hear me very well. A church cannot become a habitation of demons. A church cannot have become a habitation of sicknesses. A church is an army of God. And this morning, every soldier in the building, they are at the post of duty to say, yes, I'm a soldier of the cross. And whatever Satan has done upon my brother's life and upon my sister's life, there is a commission that as part of God's army, I am commissioned to drive out that demon. Uh, This morning, some demons have got to be confronted. I don't care, Brother Brenham even knew the nature of demons until he said epilepsy is more stubborn than the rest of them. But there is no demon that is more stubborn when you declare the name of Jesus upon that demon. Not just as a, as a person that claims to come to church, as a part of God's army. Do you understand what it means to be commissioned? To operate under a commission. You have been permitted You have been mentated. You have been authorized to deal with the situation. You don't need to look to heaven anymore. It's permitted. It's delegated. It's authorized. This morning we can do certain things that heaven has allowed us to do. Are you here, church, this morning? The prophet says, greatest battle ever fought. 346. That's the very technique that God used. Satan used the army of destruction to, believe, to disbelieve God's weight and set him up a better kingdom than Michael had. And God, look, what did God do? <laughs> Hallelujah. What must you do when you see a demon? What must you do when you see the table? What do you do when you see an, an unclean spirit? What do you see when you see God, the Satan's army? Wherever you see Satan, cast him out. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You had much better put on your spiritual boots. Yes. Kick him out. Yes. Kick him out of your family. Yes. Kick him out of your marriage. Yes. Kick him out wherever he is. Kick him out. Yes. Kick him out of the church. Kick him wherever you see the devil. Don't be nice to him. Kick him out. 
God kicked him out and we are kicking him out here. Are you here this morning? Brother, maybe let's come to Mark 5. I'll come and continue. We, we just take a pause on this sequence of quotations. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of Gadarenes. All right, verse 2. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Uh, with, it means a relationship. This man had a relationship with an unclean spirit. I like it when you go into, I don't know whether it's Schofield commentary. He says, I don't know what might have caused this man to have unclean spirit. I say, thank be to God, we have somebody that can go where Schofield couldn't go. Amen. Brother Brenham say, it started with an innocent white lie. And he says it was to his wife. And then he says the next thing, it was a social drink. And before he knows it, it was a legend of demons. Hallelujah. Verse 3. Who had his dwelling among the tombs? And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. You know the Bible says... No man could bind him. And uh, I think it thought someone would think, but what about chains? No, not with chains. Hey. This man, the, he had a relationship with an unclean spirit that made him to have more strength than the natural man would have. Until such time, if they bound him with chains, he just broke them like they are nothing. If a man can be possessed, with an unclean spirit and can be this powerful, how much more? Yes. About a man that has a relationship, not with an unclean spirit, but with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let's carry on. Because that he had been often bound with fetus and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. Amen. You couldn't tame him. Verse 5. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, not close by, afar off. He ran and worshipped him. It wasn't the demon worshipping the Lord. It was the man worshipping the Lord. You must make a distinction here. It's not an unclean spirit. It's the man, he saw Jesus afar off. He ran to him. And worshipped him. I want to demonstrate something there for you. Seven. And cried with a loud voice. 
and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? So the man saw Jesus afar off, ran to him, worshipped him. The demon was displeased with the man worshipping Jesus. Remember when you've got unclean spirit, there is duality there. There is when a time when the man did things, and there is a time when a, the demon did things. Now, when, the, when a man was worshipping Jesus, the demon was displeased and said, What have I done? What, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. A demon means a tormentor. And a demon fears to be tormented. Yeah. Verse 8. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Folks, listen to the authority here. He doesn't say, Let's go and have all night prayer, which is fine. But Jesus is our, our general looked at this demon and said, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Verse 9. And when he asked him, what is, what is thy name? And he answered saying, My name is Elijah, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. His, the demons are begging him. We have enjoyed our stay in the man. We have enjoyed the familiar places that he has taken us to. Don't send us away. Verse 11. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great head of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forth and forth with Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went, went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. And there were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Now pigs could not bear with the habitation of demons in them, and they had to go and drown themselves. But, but look at, Jesus had the power to cast them out and direct where they had to go to. Yeah. Hallelujah. It was not a free reign. Verse 14. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legend sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. I want you to check. Jesus found this man in a certain state. Did not leave him in that same state. He found him beside himself wandering around the graves, graveyards. 
But after Jesus had had an encounter with this man, he was restored to his right mind. Now, my question would be, if the maniac of Gadara was to come to church this morning, and not come this time around to Jesus, but to the people that believe in Jesus, what shall be the result? If the maniac of Gadara was in the building this morning, what would the results be vis-a-vis what the results were during the time of Jesus? And if Jesus is our general, and we are his army, that means the same results that Jesus delivered, we are obligated to deliver the same results. Oh, somebody did not hear me. If somebody came here troubled, they cannot go back troubled. If they go back troubled, the problem is not with them, is the problem is with those that claim to be the followers of Jesus. And demons recognize Jesus when they see him. And, G- and the demons respond to the presence of Jesus when he's around. Can we take it further and to, to show you somewhere? I don't know. Is it the book of Acts? It's just a scripture that comes to my mind now. Where X, is it Acts 6? 16. God bless you. Good to have Bible readers in our midst. They know where I need to go. Acts 16, my brother. That's where the demon says, Jesus, I know. Yeah. 16, 16. God bless you. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, they were going to a prayer meeting. Are you with me, folks? They were going to? Prayer meeting. A certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. These are like palm readers. Hallelujah. These are like mediums. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. A demon can compliment you. A demon can compliment you and still be a demon. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I, listen, look at the authority. (laughs) They are going to a prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Then Paul, being grieved, a demon has got to grieve you. A demon has to, when you see a demon tormenting a person, you've got to be grieved. I mean, when you are part of this army, you've got to be grieved. 
And that grieving is what brings the compassion. And that compassion is what brings divine love. And that divine love is what produces sovereign grace. And that sovereign grace is what brings deliverance. You cannot look at a demon and be non-talent about it. But Paul, being grieved and turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out next week, next year. Are you here, believers? I, Paul, command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of here. Paul was part of God's army. This demon was brought by Satan's army and Paul was commissioned to cast it out. I need another scripture, you Bible readers, where Paul I know, Jesus I know, but VSG. It's 14, 19. God bless you. Nineteen, the verse will be fifteen. And there were seven sons of one Skeva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Hallelujah. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Did you see, how, how did the demon know Jesus? The demon, I didn't attend church and was taught about the deity. It's because the demon knew Jesus by Jesus casting out that demon. The demon knew Paul by Paul casting out that demon. But now we've got these gentlemen. These are church members. Hallelujah. And the evil spirit said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? I'll be very offended if the demon doesn't know who I am. I will be offended if the demon doesn't know who I am. A demon has to know you if you know how to operate the supernatural. There are are certain places as soon as you enter, demon must be rattled. Even when it is the houses of relatives, demons must be rattled. And they must feel a discomfort of your arrival because you are a supernatural being. Folks, there is a gadget. There is a gadget. I think it used to be preferred by Gaddafi when he was still alive. He once made a tour and came to South Africa. Wherever he went, 
I think they were saying run about 100, 100 it was run about 100 kilometer radius or so. If you had a cell phone, it did not work. It was just a disabling all the gadgets around. So that means if he passes by, you can't phone your friends and say you see him. It disabled all the gadgets. When you are a spiritual being, when you are a supernatural being, when you are a pillar of fire backed up believer, when you are a follower of the end time message, wherever you are, you must be able to disable all the gadgets of the enemy. And they look on the radar screen, they can't see you. A believer can never be detected on the devil's radar screen. How do I know? Are you a believer of the seven seeds? Cannot be detected. They were silent. No motion. Total secret. But the, the believer had the revelation of it. Hope we are together. That's why when you are a believer, don't ever be afraid that, hey, I'm going to go there. I wonder what's going to happen. No. As soon as you step in, everything gets disabled. <laughs> Their, their, network, their networks get in interference. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When they look on the radar screen, it's just a, they just see a glare. Hallelujah. They just see a light. It's you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody say, you are taking it too far. If science can do it, a spiritual man can do it. Where they look and say, we can't find her. We can't find him. Amen. There's a man that once went to a witch doctor for me. And then, when he got there, and I was told by a colleague that we worked with, we, he got to know about it. They told him that uh, that man has got a a stronger sangoma that makes it difficult for us not to find him. So the day he confronted me, it was in Pretoria, and he said, this other colleague was there, and we're just talking, and said, but you've got a sangoma. I said, I don't go to a sangoma. He says, no, we're not kids. I know you've got a sangoma. <laughs> and it's a very strong sangoma, very agitated. So, I, I mean, as a believer, first it is a line of defense. I don't have it. I don't have a sangom. But when I saw him, he was adamant. Then a penny dropped that, no, yes, I have somebody, but it's not a sangoma. But he is able to make sangomas not see. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. After a while, I say, you are right, my brother. I've got somebody. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. Then after I left, he told the colleague that actually we went there. We wanted him while he's driving at 120. A snake would come from the gears. And then the car would roll. I said, that's a cheap one. <laughs> this is very cheap. But if you don't have the whole course, then you start. 
Even when you see an innocent snake, that's that snake of the... Fear can be crippling. You know what that fear can be? Crippling. You don't sleep because you are afraid. And fear makes your senses to be heightened. You hear things that we don't hear. You see things that we don't hear until you, you are on the border of hallucinations. Do you see? I saw a shoulder passing by. No, it's fear. You know, when Cyril Ramaphosa goes to a place, you'll see him greeting babies. He's not scouting for criminals. That, hey, but this one looks like he will take, no. He knows there are bodyguards. He knows that there are. Even if he sees a suspicious person, it's not a worry. There's people, somebody's watching him. You've got the heavenly bodyguards. <laughs> it's not your responsibility to watch over you. Live life. Amen. Oh, let's come to this. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped, in whom the evil spirit was, leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded and furthermore humiliated. Are you going to mention to other believers about this incident? Here is a tragedy, and this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them. Hallelujah. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. This way, chance to take us. Let's come back to our quotation. Let's carry the next one. The prophet says God's method is God's method is <laughs> Hallelujah Cast out the evil Cast it down reasoning You can't operate the supernatural when you reason because it is beyond reasoning Reasoning is when how 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 will this imagine Mary spending time how is it going to happen? I don't know a man. Yes, but I've heard what he said. But how is it method, me, 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 scientifically, methodologically, how is it going to happen? She, it, she was going to drown in her doubts. But the answer was, let it be according to thy weight. That was enough. And the weight it took effect. Cast down superstitions. When we say you are supernatural, we don't mean you are superstitious. I met people in the message that think being spiritual, is, being superstitious is being spiritual. 
No, it's too deep. You can be superstitious and not be spiritual. And actually, if you want, if you want not to have a peace of mind, be superstitious without being spiritual. You're going to suffer. And your mind is going to torment you based on what the superstitions are going to subject you to. I hated superstitions even before I came into the message. You know them. Old women's fairy tales. But <laughs> I heard that in, 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 in Northwest, they say... <laughs> If you are a man and you put in a belt and you jump one loop, it would mean that your partner is not faithful. <laughs> it, it, it sounds hilarious, but people believe such nonsense. Others, they say, if you buy a woman's shoes, she's leaving you. <laughs> Brother, I don't know how many shoes I bought for my wife. She's still around. But superstitions. Eh? White neighbors will always love a black cat. And if you are their neighbor, you're going to see a black cat many times. And if your superstitions are attached to it, you're going to suffer. Oh, don't look at the bride's uh, wedding, uh, wedding dress before the wedding. It's a bad luck. You know those things. Am I correct? Yeah. Superstition. Cast down superstitions. Yeah. Don't be bound by superstitions. Yeah. Cast down worry. Yeah. Cast down worry. Yeah. You cannot operate the supernatural when you are worried. Yeah. Worry is of the David. And worry is an disabling mechanism by Satan. You can never even be creative naturally when you are worried. Because from worry, it triggers anxiety. From anxiety, it triggers hypertension. From hypertension, you've got stroke. Are you still with me? The Bible says, Hallelujah, first, Believe in the kingdom of God. The rest shall be added unto. Yes. Seek first the kingdom of God. The rest shall be added unto. So once you have started the kingdom of God, worry about nothing. Yes. I say worry about nothing. Yes. Last week I spoke here and I said God can cancel death. And some of you said amen. Some said with reservation. There's a brother. I have not sought his permission to give the testimony. I'll not mention his name. But immediately he sent me a statement of before and after. His death was cancelled by half. Hallelujah. And I, I told you that God can cancel a debt. But someone say, I, I don't understand. We don't need to understand. Believe it. It doesn't need you to reason it out. Believe it. And anything that you need, you can get it by the name of Jesus Christ. Don't reason it. Don't try to figure it out. It's beyond your abilities, beyond your comprehension. All things are possible to them that believe. 
your responsibility, believe in God. God is still in the business of miracles. I said God is still in the business of miracles. Hallelujah. God is still in the business of divine healing. Hallelujah. He can make the doctor to change his own report and say, I did not see it correctly. But this army can change the doctor's diagnosis. This army can change a lot of things. Not the army in heaven, this army. Sex-born army. Do you believe you are that army? This morning, I still believe that if a crippled person comes to church, they came to the right place. I still believe a person with cancer, ravaged body, if they come to church, they came to the right place. This is a place where solutions shall be found. This is where the supernatural shall happen. This is where people shall be delivered. Or if that is not a thing, we are not a church. It's an entertainment house. Cast it down, you worry. Brother, you worry too much. You are anxious, you can't sleep. There are thoughts racing through your mind. Relax. God is in charge. Sister, relax. God is in charge. They say things are falling apart. They are not falling apart. They are falling into place. Don't look at the natural. Look at the supernatural. I am sick. You are not sick. You are healthy. I'm not looking at what I can see. I'm looking at what I cannot see. Cast down your worry. You've been worried for a long time. And you've been running what if scenario. What if? What if? Let it happen. Hallelujah. If God allows it to happen, he's got a way out of it. Folks, we are not in charge. God is in charge. Cast it down, diseases. Hallelujah. I'm giving you a job description here. As the army of God. You cast out the evil one. You cast out the reasoning. You cast out superstition. You cast out worry. You must cast down diseases. Hallelujah. How many in the building believe that if anyone is sick this morning in this church right now, by the time we are done with the service, they will be healed? How many believe that? I'm going to ask one more time. How many believe that anyone that is sick in the building now, by the time we come to the end of the service, that sickness would have left the building. Church, are you here? Army of God, are you here? If you believe that, God believes that. And if you believe and God believes, then it's going to happen. Guys, we can't come to church and it's just business as usual. 
No, no, no. There's got to be an interruption in the devil's kingdom. There's got to be people that interrupt the David, interrupt his programs, interrupt his schemes. In the name of Jesus Christ, those people must be there. And I'm glad that I can say, I am one of them. I will not allow the devil to carry on like it's business as usual. It's business as unusual. Why? I'm not a church member. I'm the bride of Jesus Christ. Commission to believer. How many believe in the building that there are situations that are outside the church now and conditions outside the church now that we can be able to alter and change? Right now, folks, I'm basing all this on this Bible. This is a supernatural book. Every promise in this Bible is mine. If he said it, I believe it, and that settles it. If it's here, I take it. It's mine. Hallelujah, church. This army this morning is in motion. Interruptions are taking place as I'm speaking right now. I, I, I can't come to church and it's business as usual. And I just summarize you. The days of summarizations are over. This is a time where the word must be performed. This is a time where we must see the demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. This is a time where God must come down and be on the scene and say we know our God and we can be witnesses of our God. Cast down sin. Cast down sin. Cast down sin. This money in this army can cast down sin. Can separate a sinner from his own sin. I don't care how many years they have been together, but right now we are causing a separation between you and your sin in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, young man, you are not going back to the old ways. You came to the army of God under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. You are not going back anymore. I'm sounding a jubilee trumpet this morning. I'm sounding a jubilee trumpet this morning. You are not going back there. You are rising above the spirit of pornography. You are rising above the spirit of lust. You are rising above the spirit this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God's army is commissioned to cast them out. We are casting them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you bind here on earth shall be. Whatever you set free here shall be. This is the time for that scripture. This is the season for that scripture. Oh, divorce, divorce spirits, we kick you out in the name of Jesus Christ. Families must be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. 
By the time I'm done, Satan will remain with nothing. I'm stripping him of every power. I'm stripping him of every influence. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm stripping the enemy naked this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. God is alive. God is in control. You are rising above every situation. You know, you, are, you feel it. You are, that's a supernatural touch. Being elevated. Brother, say you are above it. I say today you are above it now. Resurrected in Christ Jesus. Sitting in heavenly places. With every devil. With every devil. Not some tables. Not a few tables. All the tables. Every table right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Is right on our feet. This is a, a, a cheap position to put the enemy in. Because your shoes stepped on my new. Under your feet it's smelly. You have stepped on objects that you didn't like. Today, now, Satan is being reduced to whatever level, to that level under your feet. <laughs> Hear me, believer. If I say the devil has been reduced under your feet, don't just clap your hands. Pin him down. Squash him. And say you are right there. Squash him. And finish him off in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why we are putting Satan this morning. Sister, leave your thoughts. Brother, leave your thoughts. Enter into this realm of the supernatural. Don't try to fear it out. Cast down your unbelief. And say, Lord, yes, I believe. Yes, Lord, I take you at your weight. Yeah, man, I'm taking you at your weight. God is in the penalty. Every day, where? Oh, it would be nice even to speak it in Africans, brother. What? Right there. And step on home. What is there? Finish him off. Ah. Hallelujah. We are, we are busy chopping him off. We are busy chopping him off. Are you with me? Brother, let's jump this and the next one. Let's go to the other one. The other one. Angelic beings. Angelic associate together. These are angelic beings. You're not a natural being. You are an angelic being. I hope you get that. That just dropped right down 
free. Look, if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, then you are a candidate for association with the unseen world and the supernatural. <laughs> no wonder people can't believe in those things. They've never come in contact. They've got nothing in here to believe with. I said it last time. And I said I was doing a deliberate offense last week when I say there are Sangomas that believe in the supernatural than some church members. Hmm? Remember, supernaturally, it's like a coin. There is a positive side and the negative side. The devil is on the negative side. God is on the positive side. Angels are on the positive side. Demons are on the... Even the witches and the medium, they believe in the supernatural. That's why they believe they can leave their body at night and do whatever out of body experience, all those things. Somebody believes that while he's there, he can just fly to America and attend a witchcraft meeting. In the morning, they are back. They can come into your house locked and move around and misplace things and move out. But you don't believe. You don't believe. But they believe. They believe, they, they believe that while she's in Cape Town, she can cast a spell. Well, she's in Zimbabwe. Hmm? In the rural area, you are here in Wheelbank. They believe they can cast a spell on you right here. And you as well, you even believe that they can cast a spell on you. But you don't believe me when I can say, we can reverse that spell. But, but you are in church. Hmm? A witch in the village is more powerful than me behind the pulpit. You even feel the pain on the leg and say, that is the time. But I'm here and say, right now we are casting everything down. You say, Pastor Mariba, you don't know that gogo. I don't care. That go our God came before that gogo. They, she is nothing. Or that Mkulu, she is, he is nothing. Oh. Brother Brum says, Who's more, who has got more power, an angel in heaven or an angel behind the pulpit? Uh, an, an angel in heaven or an angel behind the pulpit? And he says, The pastor is the angel of? And this morning I'm in the post of duty. And you are and you are sitting, you are sitting in your chair, but you are afraid of somebody out there. I'm saying who's got more power? Not that woman, not that man, but an angel behind the pulpit. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we take charge. I said it last week, we take every spirit. We take every spirit out of our control for the glory of God. Right now we are taking every spirit under our control. Amzalone says, you are boosting. What are you? 
we hear ourselves, we understand ourselves, and we shall say it one more time. We take every spirit, territorial spirit of wheat bank, under our control. Demonic spirits under our control. Juvenile delinquency spirits under our control. Suicidal spirits under our control. Every other spirit under our control. This morning, Brother Shetty says he's going to next spread after service. Whatever Satan has put here, we are moving it. We are moving it. We are moving it under our control in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God is in control. God is in charge. Oh, is there a work situation? We are coming into your workplace now. <laughs> we are coming into your workplace when? <laughs> now. And we're, and we're changing things. This is not right. Let it be right. This is not in place. Let it be in place. God knows what it is. God knows what it is. And it shall be so. Oh, we can come into your house. Now we are coming into your house. Through the gate. If anything is right, not right, I correct it. We get into the house. If anything is not right, I correct it. We get into your bedroom. If it is not right, I correct it. Every place we are correcting it in your house. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm coming into your marriage. Misunderstanding, tension. I'm coming into your marriage. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are fixing those elements. Attitudes are changing. Hearts are changing. In the name of Jesus Christ. We can go anywhere. Do you believe these things? Do you believe this thing? Ah, brother. Angel. Brother Bram said the Holy Spirit is God's agent. As I was saying, you moved today. And said, this is what I must fix. And, oh, this one must be fixed. Hallelujah. We are God's army. We are an invincible army. After church. Fear nothing. After church, fear nothing. And the devil is going to throw some tantrums. Don't focus on the tantrums. Tell him we know the last kick of a dying horse. We can move elements. We can even get into the doctor's operative group, operation room and help them. And say, you are about to cut the wrong one. Not here. Do you believe? Brother Bram says, sister, I see it's two doctors. They are talking. 
I see they are talking about how they need to do an operation. You, and it says, no. It's done. It's cancelled. It's in the spoken word. Anything that we need is there. So we are worried about? We are worried about? Uh, parents lost a child. A child who was not baptized but was in church. And they wondered, yo, preachers have preached, conventions have preached. This boy never gave his life to the Lord. Now he's dead. What's going to happen? Is he in hell now? He was not a believer. He had never surrendered. But now he's dead. The prophet comes to the parents and says, Parents, I have gone into the region of the lost. And I've searched your boy there. And I didn't find him there. Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? But, but look, look at the authority. I have searched and I have found none. I didn't find him there. If the prophet can search hell, then are you worried that I've searched your house? Don't worry. <laughs> it's in line. It's in order. This will make you understand. The next one. Somebody is there wondering. May I just pass this to you? When the supernatural comes in, that's the mind of Christ. You become so far away from your own. You see, somebody in church might be wondering, these people, what, what are they hollering about? It just doesn't make sense. We are away from our mind. Because the supernatural, when it steps in, is the mind of Christ. You become far away from your own thinking. Till in your own mind, this you, I don't, don't let me try to explain that because I can't. You can't explain the supernatural. You've got to leave the supernatural. Are we together? I think let me stop here. God bless you. As we stand to our feet. We are standing on holy ground, Brother Cooney. Let's come close to the team. Let's just worship him. We are standing on holy ground.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Almighty God, we want to come before your holy throne yet once more, O Lord. Heavenly Father, and say thank you, Almighty God, this hour. We want to thank you, Almighty God, that you have thundered again from the throne of grace this morning. And Heavenly Father, you have spoken unto your children. Lord, for you are a God who never fails. Almighty God, we've been praying, Almighty God, for this service throughout the week. That when you speak unto us, O God, this day, and O God, as faithful as ever, you have spoken unto Hallelujah. us. Lord, we want to thank you, Almighty God, that you are an ever true God. And we have heard from the throne of grace this morning. Almighty God, we have heard from you, Almighty God. The very same manner that came in those olden days, it has fallen upon us again, Almighty God. It is you, Lord God Almighty. This was not a man, Almighty God. But this was made the voice of God. Heavenly Father delivering his people. Lord God Almighty. As it was in those days. Heavenly Father. As they went for 40 years. Almighty God. Heavenly Father. They were with you in the wilderness. Lord as they partook of that manna. It gave them strength. Almighty God. With food that they did not pack. But they had it from you. Almighty God. May we also grow in the strength of this same manna. Almighty God. For the week that lies ahead. Head. This is nothing but the voice of God. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you this morning that you have spoken unto us. Lord, you have provided deliverance. Heavenly Father, as it was, Almighty God, in the days of the prophet Elijah, Almighty God, when his servant could not see, but there were angels all around. Heavenly Father, may we see those angels around us. Almighty God, as we go through this week, fighting the battles that lie ahead, Heavenly Father, we know there will be those angels. Almighty God, may they come down upon your children, Almighty God. Heavenly Father, as we face each and every situation, oh God, may you be there with us, oh God. May you deliver us, Almighty God. We believe, Lord Jesus Christ, that this is nothing but the truth. And it is you, Almighty Almighty God, that has spoken unto us, Lord. And it shall be so, Lord, for you have said it, O oh God. We want to thank you this morning, O oh Lord Jesus Christ, for you are ever true, and your word never fails. Almighty God, this morning we are just coming, humbling ourselves before you, believing it, for we are taught of the prophet of the age. Only believe, only believe that all things are possible. Lord, be it unto us, even as it was unto Mary. May we have that baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, without sensation, may it bring fruition in our lives, O oh God. We want to thank you, O oh God. Oh, thou Heavenly Father, you are the five-star general. And Lord, we are your army. We are here to say yes, Lord. We are here to march according to your word. Father, may you arm us as we go. Oh, Lord God Almighty, to put each and every situation under our feet, Lord. Each and every situation, Lord. Be there situations at work, Lord. Be there situations at home, Lord. Be there situations in our children, Lord. Hallelujah. Almighty God, behold, they are growing up in such an evil and treacherous time, dear Lord. Heavenly Father, when they are fighting demons, even demons that we did not know in our days, oh Lord God Almighty, but we pray for deliverance. And deliverance this day has been proclaimed. Oh, Father, we just pray, may you come into our children, Lord. May you come
coming to us as their parents, Lord. May you help us to lead them as we should, Lord. For thou art the greater parent, Lord. You have shepherded us along the way for all these years. Lord, may you shepherd these children too, O God, that they may not leave this way, but they will continue, O dear Heavenly Father, to long and to hunger and to thirst for more of you. O dear Heavenly Father, we just pray, O dear Heavenly Father, as we are living in a treacherous time, but there is always a caution for your people. Lord, may we stay in that caution. Dear Heavenly Father, no matter what comes and goes, even around us as it is, the Egyptians out there, but Lord, you are there. Almighty God, the Lamb of God that was provided, Heavenly Father, to usher in deliverance. This is the year of jubilee. It has been declared. Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, let these people lose. Let the children of God move on to their inheritance. And we claim it. Even as it has been spoken, even as it has been declared, Almighty God, we want to thank you that we have heard from the corridors of heaven. We have heard from the throne of grace this morning. We have heard from the Almighty God. Heavenly Father, as we go down through the week that's coming ahead of us, Lord Jesus Christ, we just pray. May we feast on this man, Lord the devil and all his machines and all his angels and all his shenanigans under our feet Lord that when we come back next week Lord there will be testimonies from this place may we hear from you every day as we go through it oh dear heavenly Father. we bless your name Lord we magnify your name Lord Michael we are on your side this morning we thank you and we glorify your name we bless your name Lord we lift up your name upon high Lord as we put the devil under our feet Lord how we thank you almighty God for your servant who has accepted oh dear heavenly father to limit himself Lord to be a mere vessel that you could speak through this day almighty God and your children have been fed we bless your name Lord Jesus Christ how we continue to pray for him that he will continue almighty God to hear from you that he will continue almighty God to humble himself that he can hear from you almighty God and bring these heavenly father these nuggets from on high and Lord shepherd your people to those greener pastures even as you have designed it almighty God we want to thank you for such humble servants that in these days when many pastors are going astray Lord God almighty being eaten by the world but there are those who will hear from thee who will humble themselves to seek after thy leadership Lord may you continue to bless him and his family Lord for we know that the devil is not happy almighty God but we put him under feet anyhow in the name of Jesus Christ Lord as we go out of here may we go in victory almighty God we want to thank you for you are true you are ever faithful may you be with us almighty God we thank you almighty God and we glorify your name be with us almighty God down through the week Lord we want to worship you almighty God we want to praise you Lord heavenly father thou art God Lord be with us Lord we pray as we invite you now Lord on this journey be with us almighty God that we might never leave it in Jesus mighty name we pray blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah and hallelujah amen amen God bless you richly. Have a blessed and victorious week.
still with you next Sunday. May God undertake for you and protect you and guide you. Amen. Amen. Over to you, Brother Kuni, however way you want to wrap up. Shalom. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. I say.